Hi, I'm Sam. And I'm Alina, and welcome back to Cryptid Crunch. Happy holidays! To keep in theme with the season, we're going to be talking about a group of cryptids that revolve around Yule, aka one of the holidays that got merged into becoming Christmas. Yep, we're talking about the Yuletide Lads. Uh, I first learned about the Yuletide Lads from my family. I've Scandinavian, Icelandic heritage. I'm someone on my side, family somewhere. That's what I was always told, so I just kind of grew up hearing about this a bit. Didn't know this was a thing um, until Sam mentioned it, and I was like, what on earth is that? Oh, they're great. (laughs) I love these Um, little freaks. (laughs) Learning more about them has been interesting. Yeah. Uh, The Yule Lads are from Icelandic folklore and are the sons of Grilla and Lepalui. They're a group of 13 mischievous pranksters who steal from or harass the population and all have descriptive names that convey their favorite way of harassing. They come to town one by one during the last 13 nights before Yule. They leave small gifts and shoes that children have placed on windowsills, but if the child has been disobedient, they instead leave a rotten potato in the shoe, which is fantastic. I think we should do that to children. Oh, yeah. Their names, uh, which we are going with the English translations in order of arrival, are Sheep Coat Clawed, Gully Gawk, Stubby, my personal favorite, Spoon Licker, Pot Scraper, Bowl liquor, door slammer, skier gobbler, skir, skir gobbler. It's, just, it's yogurt. Oh, yeah. Sausage swiper. It's <laughs> one of my favorites. Window peeper, doorway sniffer. That one's my favorite. Another favorite of mine is a meat hook, yeah. and a candle stealer. Candle stealer follows children, then steals their candles, and meat hook just steals meat with a hook. I mean, yeah, but sure. <laughs> Before these 13 Yule Lads became the most popular, their description varied between locations. Some were said to be sons of Grilla, others were her brothers. Some stories only described nine Yule Lads, but every one of them had their own characteristic prank. Most of the different Yule Lads can be classified into groups. Those who steal food, those who like to play tricks or harass, and those who seem to be a delusion from nature. For example, Gullygawk, who just hides in gullies. In the east of Iceland, there existed a folktale of, of a specific group of Yule lads. They did not come from the mountains, but from the ocean. One very obscure nursery rhyme mentions two female Yule pranksters who steal melted fat by either stuffing it up their noses or putting it in socks. <laughs> that sounds disgusting. Did they wear the socks after? That'd be I so guess. squishy. Yeah. Oh. I mean bar of soap was like sometimes made with animal fat especially like earlier in the days so i get i don't know gross that's not great uh icelandic yule folklore depicts mountain dwelling characters and monsters who come to town during yule the stories are directed at children and are used to scare them into good behavior the folklore includes both mischievous pranksters who live who leave gifts during the night and monsters who eat disobedient children these figures are depicted as living together as a family in a cave and include Grilla, a giantess with an appetite for the flesh of mischievous children, whom she cooks in a large pot. Her husband, Lepalui, is crazy and mostly stays at home in their cave, so house husband. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Uh, the Yule Cat is a giant, is a huge, vicious cat who lurks about the snowy countryside during Christmas time, Yule, and eats people who have not received any new clothes to wear before Christmas Eve. And, of course, our boys, the Yule Lads! 
There aren't really any sightings of them these days, though in Iceland and some other Nordic countries, people will dress up as them in similar fashion to how people will dress up as Santa at events here in the States, which, like, I don't... After seeing, like, the the artwork of these, I'm oh like, goodness. I don't want to see this in person. Oh, well, sometimes they'll, like, kind of wear more akin to, like, Santa suits. Okay. Closer. But, like, have no mishbeard. Also, their mom is a giantess, but when you think of the Yule Lads, I don't know for you, but for me, I think of, like, gnomes. Not I mean, yeah, yeah. That's what it makes sense. Yeah. <laughs> uh, I absolutely love these little guys. Uh. Also, be grateful for the socks you receive. They keep you from getting eaten by a giant Yule cat. I mean, thank also, goodness. Yeah. Also, so there's another factor to this, uh-huh. the Yule log. Yes, yeah. <laughs> did you hear about this? You explained it to me a little bit last time. Did I? Yeah. Is the one you beat with a stick and sing a song yep. to to get it to. Uh, yeah, I mean, why wouldn't you do that, right? presents. I look at logs and I'm like, I'm going to beat you with a stick and sing. Yeah. <laughs> Grilla the Yule Lads appear as central figures in the 2018 holiday episode of Chilling Adventures of Sabrina. The lads terrorize the household, and Grilla attempts to claim a baby from Sabrina's aunt. Extra credits talk about Grilla, the Yule Lads, and the Yule Cat in a 2019 episode of Extra Mythology. The Yule Cat, called Jola, is it Jola or Yola? Jola, Jola. I think. Appears in the 2020 Netflix movie The Christmas Chronicles 2. Jola is being chased by Santa Claus and is friendly with the movie's antagonist, Belsnickel and Speck. <laughs> Great name. Belsnickel unleashed Jola in the reindeer stable where he injured Dasher. When Jack is getting a root needed to cure the Christmas elves, Jola attacks him. Jack fends him off with an explosive gingerbread cookie. And during the film's climax, Dasher recovers to tackle Jola, who is then sent flying out of a village by Santa Claus. <laughs> I do like that movie. I think it's a cute movie. I've never seen it. The first one's cute, too. Okay. I, d- I just like Kurt Russell. I mean, I'm, you know, him and Goldie Hawn are cute, but... I'll, I'll add it to the list of yes. Christmas movies to watch <laughs> this year. The Yule Lads are the titular characters of the 10th episode of the second season of the Netflix animated urban series, Hilda, which aired in 2020. I've not watched this, but I like the animation style. It's, it's good. It feels comfy and cozy. I love that. They are depicted as Grilla's unwilling servants who seek out naughty children for her to use in her stew for fear of being cooked themselves should they fail. Spoonlicker appears in the Grant Morrison comic Klaus in The Witch of Winter. The Yule Lads have been featured on 12 episodes of the YouTube channel Drawfee between 2018 and 2020. The artists are given the name and brief description of the lads and are tasked with drawing them. I've watched these videos. They're fun. I would love to see that. I'll send you some links. They're yeah. fun. Especially how they draw some of them. I'm sure that's interesting. <laughs> uh, the Yule Lads have also been featured as the titular characters of the 12th episode of Cox and Crendor. Is it Crendor or Crendor? Crendor. Okay. I've also watched this one. It's also funny. <laughs> I just don't want to. I hate pronouncing things awful. Uh, <laughs> <Same>. <laughs> the Cox and Crendor podcast released in 2013. Hosted by the YouTube and comedian duo Jesse Cox and Crendor, where they jokingly talk about the Yule Lads in their different mischievous traits, and Grilla appears as a minor antagonist in the 2022 game God of War Ragnarok. Yeah. <laughs> this uh, is so interesting. I think this is so fun, and like I love the weird random traditions that people can pull from this. Like, the potato thing. I don't know. Like, I'm not Icelandic. Neither is my boyfriend. But, like, I would totally do that to my kids. <laughs> That's what I grew up being told. I was like, don't disbehave. Rotten potato. That's what my grandma told me. Wow. Yeah. I mean, I, I would not like to receive a rotten potato, so I understand. But, um. It's like, 
you get to choose between rotten potato or orange. Orange wasn't part of the history. That was just what my grandma said. Got it. It's like cool, 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 cool. But yes, um, I do think that spoon liquor and uh, meat hook are probably my my favorite ones. Um, I always liked. <laughs> I like door snapper. <laughs> Yeah, that is uh, because it's like not harmful. It's just weird. Yeah. Also, just looking up like the images oh, yeah. of this is just so funny. I highly recommend looking up uh, images of them. There, they're oh little freaks. Gosh. Again, though, I keep calling them little freaks because the image I have of them is it's like, like gnomes, which yeah, makes gnomes sense. are like the seven dwarves mm-hmm. from Snow White, but their mom's a giantess. Yeah. I don't know what their dad is. Oh, so. Something. <laughs> oh my gosh. <laughs> so something interesting about one of them, Stubby. Yeah. Kind of the odd man out, since he his description is more of his physical description. Yeah. Yeah. So the version I was told of why he's called Stubby, is that he was originally the tallest among them. Oh. But something happened for some reason. He got his his legs chopped off at like below the knee. Oh. And so his brothers just started calling him Stubby. Got it. Which does seem like a brother thing that's, to do. Yeah, that's awful. Wow. Uh, I definitely see, like, though, why people would wear, like, the Santa suits with them. Yeah. Know, but, like, Spoon Liquor gives me bad vibes. This is a scary picture. <laughs> I don't like this. Why is his tongue so long and so pointed? Yeah, they're usually, from what I've seen, it's usually either they kind of wear, like, Santa suit-esque or, like, old Icelandic medieval century yeah. attire. Yeah. Interesting. I do love the cat. This cat is very cute. Um, I think in one of the Drop episodes, I think one of them draws the old cat, I think. I'll have to check that out. But yeah. it's really just a big cat that eats you if you don't get new clothes. That's fantastic. <laughs> so be grateful for your socks and sweaters. I love getting socks for yeah. Christmas. I don't know about you, but like I'm always very hyped to get socks. My mom always gets me Christmas pajamas. But I haven't grown since middle school. Yeah. So I just have 10 years worth of Christmas pajamas. Oh <laughs> I always get like large men's pajama pants from my mom. I don't know. My whole life. She's giving me like oversized men's pajama pants. She's like, they're comfortable. Comfortable. Yeah. Big pockets. Yes, I know. Why women's clothing just doesn't have pockets blows my mind. So would you like to know the history of it? Are they just forcing you to buy a purse? No. Well, oh. probably. That's probably a part <laughs> of it. But so historical reason is i'm gonna get i'm not gonna like try and even remember what each of the centuries are Mm -hmm. that all this happened but essentially at one point uh when women's uh, attire was like the big dresses yeah that was like several layers with corsets Mm -hmm. and whatever they had inline pockets inside them okay uh, but they stayed hidden because men were like, oh, women, we don't want to see women have pockets because that's like a sense of independence or something. I don't know. What? <sighs> anyway, so then later, fast forward a bit and women's uh, dresses attire is getting more form fit. Mm-hmm. So not like big poofy skirt, whatever. Yeah. And because of that, pockets were like, well, we need, we still got to carry stuff around. Mm-hmm. But like the big pockets made it so that it was kind of clunky looking and not oh. like the female yeah. silhouette yeah. or whatever. Okay. Yeah. And men were still like, nah, we don't want you to look like you have any sort of independence, even oh, if it's yes. a pocket How dare to I carry have your stuff. Oh my God. And since the majority of like fashion, even women's fashion, even to this day is still male dominated. Yeah. 
still really terrible pockets oh man I don't know. I've always kind of felt like nowadays it's kind of more so like they are trying to make you buy a purse, like, you know, to get more money out of you. It makes more sense. Um, I will say I work at a handbag store and all of our clothing does have pockets. That is like a staple of the brand is that they're like, everybody's going to get pockets. Thank you. I don't think it's always a thing of me whenever I get pants is like any pockets. Yeah. Good pockets. Yes. Ones that I can stick my whole hand in. Yeah. I'm literally like considering getting like men's cargo pants. I'm not even joking. That's what I wore in high school. (laughs) And all of my friends were like, can you hold my phone for me? Exactly. Yeah. I don't know. I literally (laughs) have been like, I know that like the Y2K look is like reemerging, but I'm more like bring back the trip NYC cargo pants. I want them but they're so expensive low-rise jeans can stay in the past no absolutely not i want nothing to do with low-rise anything i saw a tiktok where someone was like oh my goodness look at these low-rise jeans and then someone immediately called them out and like because it was stitched together it's like mm-hmm. those aren't low-rise those are normal, normal jeans <laughs> those are normal jeans. Become so like conditioned with these high-waisted i jeans. still like high-waist i love high-waisted jeans and i don't ever wear normal jeans but like I think if people maybe saw, like, actual low-rise jeans, like, having to be blurred in paparazzi pictures, Paris Hilton low-rise jeans, they would be like, oh, no, no no thanks. No. Yeah. Where it's, like, not even enough space for a button. No. Literally. Oh, my God. Like, gives me PTSD. (laughs) Early 2000s fashion was so bad. Yeah. Like, Do you remember, it was, like, mostly Disney Channel, from what I remember, that, like, tried to make skirt with jeans a thing? Yes. What? I don't know why. I never Poor saw Ashley Tisdale I, I was, like, the spokesperson for that. <laughs> I was so confused by it as a child. Yeah. I was like, why are they making this a thing? Because even in Sky High, the yeah. main lead girl. Yep. Jeans they, and a skirt. No, they tried so hard to really make did. that a thing. And it just... and then also those, like, really thin, like, really fluffy scarves. Oh, yeah. Like, what was the point of that? It looked like a bathrobe tie. Yeah, that was weird. <laughs> <laughs> didn't do the anything. The only time I saw anyone wear those was when they were getting out of the shower. Yeah. And, like, using it to keep their hair out of the face to, like, wash their face. Literally, yeah. I, I, I don't know. Yeah. It just—it's weird how fashion kind of just like always makes a resurgence at some point. I still like seventies fashion. Oh yeah, it's great. I love seventies. I want to get some nice much, but (laughs) certain certain aspects of eighties fashion, like the pants I'm wearing today. Yeah, I like them a lot. Yeah, but I I want to get some nice silk shirts so bad. I think I'd look good in them. Yeah. Yeah. I like um, all the textures and stuff of the 70s. Ooh. I feel like we don't have a whole lot of clothing textures anymore. Not really. Like, especially just the whole, like, fast fashion deal. I feel like everything's so cheaply made and just awful. I love, like, texturized clothing and stuff like that. Yeah. Like, real corduroy. Oh, my God. Best. I, I love corduroy, but it's so hot here. It is. Yeah, I know. <laughs> I said, we're in Florida. It's 80 degrees in Also, December. conversation pits. I want them back. Yes. I was just talking about this at work the other day, and literally – Everybody else, like, our age was like, what's a conversation pit? And I was like, don't don't talk to me anymore. They're so good. Yeah. I miss the oh, – I say I miss them. They were long gone <laughs> by the time I was even born. And I want them. I do, too. I love all, like, the weird-shaped things at home. Yeah. So, like, I don't know, like, the oblong they shapes. They were fun. And there were so many, like, circular rooms and stuff, I feel, in the 70s. Yeah. I just think that's really cool. they had cool. fun with architecture. Yes. And, and they got rid of it. Just, 
Yeah. And replace everything with wallpaper. I know. And, like, that wood border stuff. Oh, God, I hated that. Ugh. I hate, like, weird wood border things. Anytime that, I that like, living with my mom, I, like, moved to a new place that had that. Yeah. I just remember being so exhausted removing it. Yeah. Or, like, the oh, ugly God. linoleum flooring that they always have in, like, Ew. kitchens and bathrooms. Yeah. It's so bad. And then they'd, like, cover up, like, really nice wood flooring underneath. Yeah. Yeah, that was another thing, like... In the like the sixties and I think it was mainly the sixties when they did actual designs in wood flooring. I think that is like the coolest thing ever. Yeah. It looks almost like a big quilt design. <sighs> oh my god, I love that. Like I want intricate things in my home, but it's just like not want a thing. Character, anymore. but yeah. they're like, no, we need to make it so that you can sell it easily. It's like I'm not buying a home to sell it. I'm yeah. buying a home to live in it. To live. And enjoy it. <laughs> and like colorful home houses are so boring i want a sage green kitchen so bad i want sage green cabinets and gold hardware that is like look up that uh thalo green p-t-h-a-l-o oh my god i know right it's so good that is gorgeous. I want a coat, like a nice, soft, like kind of velvety coat in that Could color. Could you want like a car in that color? Oh my god. Oh, and those vans, uh, the, the hippie vans. Yeah. That's my dream car. I love that. And like have the back like kind of gutted a bit and like have like a nice, yeah, like comfy area to like hang out with friends and go into the park i feel like this is like a calming green it's so good like i just want to sleep in a room it's filled with this color it 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 feels soft yeah oh my god i love it it's such a good color even like with the gradient that's such a pretty pastel of it too oh my gosh wow well, I'm going to save this color forever now. Yeah, so one day, I on my phone. <laughs> one uh, day I will have my dream kitchen <laughs> and I will invite you over. Oh, my- I, I, I have a plan long term for housing wise for what I want to do. We Tell can me. we can talk about it later. We okay, well, <laughs> this is a home improvement episode. Well, we still have plenty of time. I can talk about it. Yeah. I guess I want to get a nice, good plot of land. Mm-hmm. Good plot. Then, uh, you know those sheds that they sell, like, Home Depot or Lowe's and stuff? Yeah. That's, like, super cheap or whatever? Well, yeah. Not super cheap, but... Reasonable. You can, you, can, you, you can convert them into homes and stuff. Mm-hmm. It's fairly easy. Yeah. And I have a lot of family in construction. Mm-hmm. I want to get a few of those. Okay. One for myself. That's, like, a home, my home home. Uh-huh. One that's, like, my studio area. Guest house. Garage. Okay. And I'm going to decorate those. Have it in kind of, like, a circle area. Oh. Like a little compound? Yes. And I'm going to have different themes for one of them. Oh, my God. Like, one of them, sort of like Synthwave, if you've ever, or like Vaporwave. Okay, yeah. Kind of like that. That'd be cool. Yeah. Yeah. Oh. I I literally, anytime I'm looking at the architecture of anything, I'm like, where am I putting decorations for Halloween and Christmas? Like, that is like my number one thing. I'm like, my Christmas decorations are just Halloween decorations. Santa (laughs) hats. I'll have to show you my tree because it's literally just Nightmare Before Christmas. You the sent, whole entire thing. You, I saw a picture of it. <laughs> you, the like, whole thing. <laughs> so I remember I saw I was like, that sounds right. Yeah. I literally, I was talking to my mom earlier. I was like, once I'm not in an apartment, I'm going to have like more than one full-size Christmas tree. It's going to happen. I'm going to find them on clearance somewhere after Christmas this year. I'm going to have a Nightmare Before Christmas tree. And then I saw somebody on Twitter a few days ago did a space-themed tree. And it was the most beautiful, like, sun on top of it that was made on Etsy. 
Um, and planet and star ornaments all over it. And I was like, and it was a black tree. It was so cool. And That's I was like, awesome. I want the space tree in my house. <laughs> oh, one more thing about the home thing. I was yeah, yeah. About. So that's like further into the future. Uh-huh. I don't have the money to afford that anywhere close. Mm-hmm. Uh, further, further down the line is geodesic home. What is that? So geodesic homes are energy efficient and uh, they survive better in harsh weather. Okay. Because like if for like snowfall, it just okay goes around it. But it's essentially a home that's uh, spherical. Oh. Yeah. Okay. And it's most it's usually like concrete and stuff, mm-hmm. so it saves a bit on construction costs. Okay. And you can and because it's circular, you can design like the interior to have like some curvature to it. I have to show you this house. That is in Blue Mountain Beach. But I am going, but there there will be a conversation pit in it. Please. So I found out the reason why they went out of style. Why? It's because drunk people kept falling in and injuring themselves. Well, that's stupid. I don't drink. I'm getting a Yeah, I don't drink either. <laughs> um, I'll get one. I'll invite you over. I'll make it handy accessible in case any friends or family members. And it's going to be great could put a fire pit in like the middle of it no inside conversation yeah, pit, cool. outdoor conversation pit have some s'mores Ooh, yeah kind of like that. that cool yeah it's kind of like that yeah and I, I love um my sister knows these people she lives in the neighborhood with them this is like a guest house up at the top Ooh. and i just think that is the coolest thing ever and it's fully connected on the inside nice. to the main home i'm like oh my god yeah. it's beautiful but yeah it's um they partnered with some like eco-friendly builder of some sort it's yeah. fully solar the geodesic homes are they are a lot more like i said they're more energy efficient yeah they're they survive weather phenomena mm-hmm. better uh and uh, the construction materials for using them are mm-hmm. more eco-friendly yeah, I don't know. It even says, like, whoever built it um, is also contracted with the U.S. government to construct domes for the Marines. Ooh. Um, yeah, I just thought that was really interesting. And the inside of it looks really cool. Ooh, yeah. Yeah. I think that's the guest house, that one. Oh, my God, they have a little spiral staircase. <laughs> I'm gonna like go to their house, be like, "Hi, okay, oh, yeah, come inside." Spiral staircases <laughs> scare me for some reason. Really, they make me. I think it's because there's this one place I was staying at for a bit that had a spiral staircase, but it wasn't properly attached. Oh, and so you know those clamp, those yeah, metal clamp yeah. things. That's how it was attached to the top floor, and so I was terrified. Wow, that is yeah. That I would also be scared of that. It freaked me out, and ever since then, I was like, I don't trust spiral staircases. Gotcha, that makes sense. But I remember being little, and my mom had a friend um, who lived somewhere on 30A, and she had a spiral staircase in the middle of her house, went up all four stories of her house, and I was like, I want a spiral staircase in my house one day. That was like, I just decided at that point. I was they like, look nice. One. Yeah, they're cool. But they I just, just scare me. <laughs> again, I'm like, oh my god, this would be so pretty in like Christmas time with like a garland. <laughs> I'm like, that's all I think about. I'm like, what will this look like for Christmas and Halloween? I'm just. Court, you got th- these are important things you yes. got to think about. How yeah. to decorate for the holidays? Yeah, my boyfriend's like, where am I gonna put a treadmill? And I'm like, I don't care as long as I have room for a Christmas tree. <laughs> <laughs>
Uh, helping my mom put up two Christmas trees. Uh-huh. She has two for some. Mm-hmm. She has three technically, well. but one of them's tiny. Mm-hmm. Why? For fun. Yeah. <laughs> but trying to find space for both of them. Yeah. Yeah. I have two like. I have one that's like only three feet tall, but then I have a like four and a half foot tall tree, and I was gonna put both of those up along with my tall tree, and it just didn't work in the apartment. I was like, Mm-mm, it's too cluttered. I can't do it. <laughs> but no. it was it was definitely interesting putting that tree up because I'd only ever had it like in a house, and I forgot how wide it was. It's eight and a half feet tall and four feet wide, oh. and it is thick. It's a thick tree. I was like, oh, my God. I literally had to move, like, all of my furniture. <laughs> I was like, oh. <laughs> but Those hurt to assemble, though, because of the little faux leaves. Those hurt. Yeah, stepping on them hurts. <laughs> They're so itchy on my arms whenever I'm, like, trying mm-hmm. to, like, stack. Yeah. Yeah. I also didn't know until, like, two years ago that you're supposed to fluff the branches. You didn't know that? I didn't know that until two years ago. And then I was like, wow, I'm the biggest failure on earth. <laughs> it's such a process. And then I was like, well, that makes sense as to why I always thought my trees looked, like, so scraggly. <laughs> and now I'm like, wow, I can keep this tree forever because it's, like, a lot more full than I thought it was. That makes yeah. more sense. But one thing I don't understand is, like, the brand King of Christmas, why their trees are, like, thousands of dollars. I've never heard of that brand before. It's, like, every, like, every, like, decor influencer ever, because I follow, like, oh. random moms that decorate their houses and whatever. <laughs> um, they always have these King of Christmas trees, and they look gorgeous. They look like real trees. Mm. And I, like, looked them up, and they're literally, like, $600 for, like, a seven-foot, not even pre-lit tree. I'm just, like, why? Not even pre-lit? No. I just grab like, one well, from the Target. One I, the one I have... My mom and I went to Walmart, I think it was the day after Christmas, like, 2016, and we got this eight and a half foot Christmas tree for 50 bucks. And this is, we've literally used every year since. It has not let me down. This year, the box finally ripped, so I'm going to have to put it in, like, a garbage bag or something. But (laughs) I was like, this is the best $50 we've ever spent. I was going to say, you can get a good sturdy one at, like, Walmart, Target, Lowe's, Home Depot. Yeah. I still, oh my god. If I'm in a rental house for Halloween next year, nothing is stopping me from getting one of those giant skeletons, Sam. Oh, my God. A buddy of mine kept showing me pictures of their neighborhood, of, like, their neighbors having these massive skeletons. I love that. You just slap a Santa hat on it, and there you go. It's for Christmas. Yes, Christmas. I would so seriously decorate it for every holiday. Yeah. Just put, like, some Easter... Easter uh, bunny ears. Easter bunny yeah. ears. Put a little Cuban bow on it. I mean, American flag on it. Woo, Fourth of July. <laughs> <laughs> Give it a spatula. <laughs> oh, chef hat. That'd be cute. <laughs> oh, my God. Yeah. The, okay. My next course of action is to get a giant skeleton. You can get one for my compound. Yes. A few. Oh, my God. You can have a small army of them. I'll invite you. So, anyways, we'll wrap this back around to Christmas. <laughs> I have a question for you. Yes. Uh, Christmas movie must watch. What's your yearly ones? Okay, I this is controversial because I feel like some people don't like them. I really like the Santa Claus movies. With I Allen. like them too. So I'm glad you brought that up. They're making a series. So well, it's already out, and I, I haven't hate watched it. it yet. I hate it. It looked bad. I read the description. Is it still Tim Allen? Yeah. Yes. Yeah, okay. it's still Tim Allen. I read the description. I watched the trailer for it. First of all, when I read the description, I immediately was like, 
They already did this in the second movie. They don't need to remake things or make things into series. Like, like no. It didn't need to exist because the second movie, the, the, the description of the show is like, oh, Santa and his family, he wants to take a break from being Santa or whatever. Yeah. And then, uh-oh, new Santa is evil or whatever. I'm oh, yeah. That, no, just That's just the second one. That's stupid. Yeah. Also, his ki- the kids are annoying. I watched the trailer for it. And because like he left the t- he left the North Pole or mm-hmm. not being Santa anymore, he's back to like Tim Allen. Yeah, yeah. Not Santa. Yeah. And his kids are like, ah. Oh, I don't. I didn't like his kids to begin with in other movies. To be honest with you, I liked Charlie in the first one only because he was like, "You killed Santa." <laughs> <laughs> I was just talking to my mom about how like when I watched this movie, I must have been like six or seven or something just like i remember one time i watched this movie knowing i'd watched it before and it just clicked and i was like no that makes sense like because santa couldn't last like forever it makes sense that if he dies whoever killed him gets to be santa yeah i just accepted that as fact blood sport rules nobody told me just this movie and i was like nope makes sense Ah. (laughs) but other than those movies um i always watch jingle all the way i love that movie it's a good one it's hilarious to me um, and then I count Edward Scissorhands as a Christmas movie. Fair enough. That makes That's sense also, to me. Also a good one. And Gremlins. <laughs> I just watched both of the Gremlins in one day a couple days ago. Nice. I love those movies. So nice. those are those are my. You have to watch them. Oh yeah. So what about you? Uh, the Santa Claus movies. Mm-hmm. Obviously, I'm not watching the series. I it's don't want so to. So bad. <laughs> it, ugh. Uh, the Grim Adventures of Billy and Mandy Christmas special. Yes. Rest in peace, Gilbert Godfrey. I know. That is that might be the best like TV special for Christmas it's ever. It's so good. That one, and then I love the Foster's Home for Imaginary Friends. That's another one. good one. Those are both really good. Yes. Continue. Uh, Nightmare Before Christmas. I watch both Halloween and Christmas. Yeah, it's great. It's a given. Uh, if I'm with my dad, I'm gonna get dragged into watching Die Hard. <laughs> <laughs> okay. Gremlins also. Yeah. Just the first one. I don't watch the second one just because it's harder for me to find for some reason. Really? I don't know. I can never find it. I have them both on DVD, but I can't find my second DVD. I want to say I just watched both of them on Netflix. Would they not be on HBO Max? It might be HBO Max. It was on one of them, but they were both on the same streaming service. I think they're owned by Warner Media. Oh, then it might be HBO. But they were both on there. Okay. Because I was like, oh my god, they had a second one. Because I watched it. (laughs) (laughs) Um, What are those old claymation ones? Rankin Baz? Like the old Rudolph? Yeah. I don't know what those specifically are called. Um, I I like the the, the Heat Miser The Heat Miser one. I don't watch the Rudolph one because it's boring. Yeah, it is really boring. The the, the one you just said. um, The Heat Miser. I don't know what that one's actually called. I, I talk about I watch these a lot every year, but I don't remember. The, uh, the, the Santa Claus origin one, I watch that one. Yep. That one's my favorite. Rankin Boz. Rankin Boz? It, it's the name of the studio that made them. Oh, what are they? What's it called? I know it's like R. So the movie is The Year Without Santa Claus. Um, That's right. Most of that movie is like kind of boring Rank, and nothing. Yeah, Rankin, Rankin Bass production. That's, okay. Yeah, The Year Without Santa. So that one, oh, I'm starting to remember aspects of it now. Mm-hmm. Only watch the Heat Miser and Snow Miser of that. Well, so that's a weird one. It's 
So uh, it's certainly a product of its time mm-hmm. because there's an image burned in my head, essentially of a racial depict, uh, racist depiction of a little black girl. Oh no! Unfortunately, so it's like mm. that's that's not good. It's it's not in there for very long, but it's still in there, and yeah. it's kind of prominent in the scene it's in. So oh, it's like, another one is um, Jack Frost. Not not the weird like horror movie one. <laughs> the one with uh, Michael Keaton in it. Do you know what I'm talking about? It's not a spoiler. It's been out since the '90s, so I'm just gonna tell you. Um, so it's like this little boy and his mom are like celebrating Christmas Eve, and his dad goes out. I don't remember why. Um, to get a gift or something. Anyways, dad dies on Christmas Eve. At least it wasn't the mom for once. Yeah. Um, and then he comes back as Frosty the Snowman. And he, like, befriends his son and, like, helps his son get through the death of his dad, even though it's him. Oh, the Frosty the Snowman movie? Yeah. You said Jack Frost. Is it not called Jack Frost? No, it's called, I think it's called Frosty. I, ha- I had that one on VHS. I used to watch that as a kid. I really thought it was called Jack Frost. It is. Oh, it is? Yep, Jack Frost. I might just be thinking of the image on the cover of the VHS then. Yeah, I yeah, watched that. Yeah, I love that one. I had that one on VHS. I have to like mentally prepare myself, though. I think I just always cry every Frosty time. Frosty the Snowman, because I just thought of the image yeah. cover. Well, there's also the Jack Frost movie that is the horror movie. I've never seen um, it. Uh, Rise of the Guardians is good. Watch that one. I've not watched that one. Watch it. It's so good. It looks cute. It's good. Uh oh, Grandma got ran over by a reindeer. That is a fantastic one, and I watched it the other day. <laughs> I don't know if you saw. I put it on my Instagram story, and I, I was like, oh, I love this movie. <laughs> it's really cute. What a weird song. Yeah. <laughs> I I don't know. I, nothing makes sense now that I'm older. I'm like mm. that movie's insane. Mm-hmm. Have you seen the sequel for it? There's a sequel? Oh, there's been a sequel. Oh, my God. (laughs) Is that the one where they take Santa to court? Or was that in the first one? I think that's the first one. What happened in the second one? I don't remember. Oh, no, 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 no. Grand- Grandpa's going to sue the pants off of Santa. Is that? Suing no, Santa? that's a song. Are you sure? Am I getting things confused? Did I uh, dream? That happened. Did I dream this? this? You must have, because that's just a song in Grandma Got Run Over by a Reindeer. I could have sworn there was a movie. There was a sequel movie. Hang on. I Now I got to look it up. My internet doesn't suck in here. Yeah, I don't, I don't see anything. They remade it in 2015, but it looks like Seth MacFarlane for some reason. No, I'm not talking about that. My internet sucks in here, so I can't look it up. That's fine. I thought I could have sworn there's a sequel. I can't remember what it was about, but for some reason, I vividly remember there being a sequel. Interesting. Did I make? Did I? Did I hallucinate that? I don't know. <laughs> Interesting. Yeah, nothing says anything. It came out on Halloween in 2000. What? 
That was the release date. October 31st, 2000. <laughs> you don't watch Grandma Got Ran Over by a Reindeer in Halloween. You watch Scary Godmother yeah. in Halloween. So, so good. I know that one had a sequel. Really? Did you not know? <laughs> oh, my God. Hold on. I know for a fact that one had a sequel. Because originally it was Oh, The se- Revenge of Jimmy. Yeah. Yes. Okay. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I forgot about that one. Because originally yeah. it was a series of books. This kid scared me so much. Yeah, he was a freaky little dude. I, Jimmy Jimmy was a weird kid. No, thanks. Also, I love that 96% of people like this movie. How could you not? Yeah. Man. Well, this has been quite the episode. <laughs> no, wait, one more. Yes. Songs. Christmas songs you listen. I Must like... So we all were joking about, like, Mariah Carey showing up the day after Halloween. I do love Mariah Carey Christmas music. It's but good. I love Frank Sinatra Christmas music. I think that is, like, the best, most, like, soothing. Yeah. I love his voice. Any Frank Sinatra Christmas song, oh. I'm I'm on board with. Of course. And then, of course, like, I think it's Brenda Lee's Rockin' Around Christmas Tree. Yeah. That one is, like, so fun. Yeah. I like that one a lot. It's a good one to decorate, yes. too. I hate Baby It's Cold Outside. Ugh. Nope. It's creepy. I feel like he roofied her. It's disgusting. <laughs> Not about it. No. It makes me uncomfortable. It's a gross song. Red flag. I don't know. And then, for some reason, the Michael Buble cover of that one makes me even more uncomfortable. Ugh. I don't know. I feel like controversial michael buble creeps me out i'm with you there don't know why his voice just the way he's like i'm like get away from me (laughs) yeah not a fan of him but yeah so frank sinatra and brenda lee so for me obviously grinchy stole christmas and like some of the covers for yes yeah jingle bell rock Mm -hmm. the metallica covers of christmas songs are great pentatonics also okay some great ones Mm -hmm. Oh, there's a donkey one. I always forget the name of it, but there's a donkey Christmas song. Oh. <laughs> Is it sung by a donkey? No. I forget what it's called. I forget what the lyrics are, but um, whenever they have the Christmas light shows that you can walk through or uh-huh. drive through, which is my favorite thing to do during the holidays, yeah. uh, whenever they like, hey, turn, tune to this station mm-hmm. for uh, Christmas songs. It always pops up at some point. Interesting. And I always forget about it. I do like the I want a hippopotamus for Christmas That's song. a good one. Yeah. That's how I learned how to spell hippopotamus <laughs> yeah, as a Yeah. That was really cute. Yeah. I love it. But the donkey, I can never remember it. I just know it exists and it makes me laugh every time. Wow. There was a song that came on at my work that was awful. <laughs> Hold on. Let me. It was... We all thought that we heard something wrong. It's called the White Winter Hymnal. And I'm just going to read you some of these lyrics. And then you tell me why this was playing in a retail store that sells handbags. I was following the pack all swallowed in their coats with scarves of red tied around their throats to keep their little heads from falling in the snow. And I turned round and there you go. And Michael, you would fall and turn the white snow red as strawberries in the summertime. Snow goes red. With scarves of red tied around their throats to keep their little heads from falling in the snow. So I have a confession to make. What? Pentatonics has a cover of that song. Why? It's the only version of the song version of that song I've ever heard and listened to, and I love it. Listen to the pentatonics. I'm sorry, pentatonics is. Why so is this good. about children with their heads falling off? Listen. <laughs> I don't know how to feel about it. And why was this playing at my place of work? Listen, 
Listen to the Pentatonics cover. Okay. You'll understand why I love it. It's, I've only listened to the Pentatonics cover, and, and that's why I like it. Yeah, with a creepy old man singing it, it's Ew, a lot no. different of a vibe. <laughs> Listen, <laughs> Christmas is a Frankenstein's monster of a holiday, okay? It is, yeah. Yeah. I wish more people realized that, too. It's a it's a bizarre holiday. I saw a TikTok where it was someone like person- being the personification of Judaism, talking about, like, oh, yeah, we light up these eight candles to celebrate the eight nights, da-da-da-da-da. And then it's like, what about you? And it's like a person personified as paganism. It's like, mm-hmm. oh, yeah, I have this Christmas tree. We celebrate. Mm-hmm. We help each other out through, like, a harsh winter, through community and stuff. Yep. Like, yeah. And then it turns around to, like, a dude being being the personified of Christianity. Like, <sighs> like are you good man I've seen those and the dude judaism guy's like oh yeah sorry my little sibling is a freak he's oh like God. i want what you have i think i saw the one that was like um a guy putting up a wreath and then like the neighbor being like oh you know blah blah blah, blah mine's because i'm pagan and like explained it's like you know to cleanse your entryway or whatever depending on like what you put in it and then the guy was just like slowly closing the door and he was like <laughs> I just like it just looks cool, man. Yeah. Also, did you watch New Wednesday? I haven't yet. Um, so I watched the first two episodes and I did not like it. Okay. So I'm not done. Okay. I was convinced to watch the rest of it. I gave it an eight out of ten. I really like the storyline. The only thing I didn't appreciate was that they changed like the Adams family storyline and that really irked me because why would you do that? Um, they said that Gomez and Morticia met at the school that Wednesday goes to. That's not how they met. Um, and then what was the other thing? There's something else, but it was not how that happened. And I was like, so I'm glad you brought up that point specifically. So I haven't watched it, but mm-hmm. I've had every aspect of it spoiled for me. Oh, and something I'd like to talk about in regards to modern a- Adams family mm-hmm. Is the obsessiveness with specifically Wednesday Adams. Mm-hmm. Every media of modern Adams family is specifically like so centered around solely Wednesday. Yeah. Like the two awful animated ones. Wednesday was like very obviously the main focus. Yeah. And I saw someone mention the fact that it's because she is by far the most marketable. Yeah. Out of all of them. I would love to see. Even though her see... and Pugsley are a duo. Yes. First of all, the whole point of the Adams family is the family as a whole. Yes. That's, yeah, literally. That that was the thing. And, like, Pugsley isn't even, like, in the show, apparently. Like, he's only, I feel like he's in it for a total of 10 minutes the entire thing. He's is in he not at episodes. the academy? No. Because she got expelled from a school, so then she was made to go to this academy. He did not get expelled. So that's why she was there. He's super cute, the kid that plays him. He did a great job. I love who they had play Uncle Fester. He wasn't in it for very much, but he did a fantastic job. So much to the point, I'm like, can we get a show about Uncle Fester? Because I would love to watch all of his escapades and the stuff that he does. I I would love that. And I really liked Thing. Thing had a lot of sass. Nice. And I was very happy with it. But um, Also, they also keep making... go. Uh, Morticia and Wednesday have like a rift between them. Yeah, that has never for, like, happened n- in and the old ones. And he's like for no reason. Yeah. Like, um their <sighs> relationship does get a lot better after the first couple episodes. There was like kind of a reason there, not like a good one. But um I don't like that they did that, but I do like Catherine Zeta-Jones as Morticia. She did a great job. Hey, Gomez is like in prison in it for some reason. 
Yes and no. Okay. I think you should watch it. I just saw like a clip of like uh, Wednesday talking to him mm-hmm. through like the prison. There's a reason he's okay. there, but he's not there the whole time. And they had like a really sweet conversation. Mm-hmm. I don't know. Yeah. I think you should watch it. Okay. It would make a lot more sense with all the little pieces that you've heard. Okay. I remember like seeing interviews of uh, the actress that plays Wednesday put mm-hmm. in like a lot of work, especially in like the dance scene yeah, where she like that. actually did a lot of research into like goth culture mm-hmm. and dance. I was like, Sweet. I thought that was really cool. She understood the assignment. Yeah, literally. It sucks though because apparently it came out recently that they had her do that while she was like currently being tested for COVID. Oh, yeah. They hadn't gotten her test results yet. Yeah. And they'd still had her do that, which I was like, Mm. shouldn't you wait yeah wait <laughs> send her home with some soup yeah i don't know she said she was like horribly ill yeah she said she felt awful and that she really wanted to redo it when she felt better yeah i don't know but she still did good i, I thought know. that was a really cool scene i've seen a lot of uh cute uh fan art of her and like another girl with like the werewolf blonde blonde yeah yeah that's her roommate. Um, okay. Her name's Enid, which I've never heard that name before. I've heard it, but it's like an old lady name. <laughs> um, I really appreciated their design with her because she had these like multicolored nails. And then whenever she would like get angry or really flustered or something, she would like, it would be like, shh. And she'd have really Ooh. long pointed nails that be the same colors. And I was like, oh my God. <laughs> <laughs> my boyfriend was like, it's you. <laughs> like, thanks. But yeah, I kept um, seeing them as like the goth and the pastel goth. Yes. So besties. she's like the gossip guru she has like a gossip blog for their whole school she knows everything about everybody and whatever um i do like her character and i know that a lot of people were trying to make them like be a thing that's what a lot of the fan art i've seen is and i just genuinely feel like they are a very good like crime solving duo and i didn't really see that kind of thing um and also wednesday's like dealing with these two boys which are both stupid in this and it's just I feel like that was also kind of unnecessary but like some of it is for the storyline I'm so serious when you have to watch it I don't want to spoil it <laughs> it's most of a lot of it has already been spoiled for me I'm sorry like I guess someone gets attacked at the dance or something sort of okay I don't know I just Pugsley was there so they could be a duo Cause I get that it's like, oh, it's Wednesday shows. Yeah. Well, she meets this boy that she's like, you remind me of my brother, except I don't want to strangle you at every waking moment. And he was like, cool. <laughs> okay. But um, I think it's worth the watch. Okay. I'll check it out at yeah, some point. Yeah, just get through the first episode and a half. Because <laughs> like, the second half of the second episode is what kind of pulled me in. So. Okay. Because I like the look of it. It looks mm-hmm. cool. It's very visually pleasing. They did a great job. I didn't know the whole thing was shot in Romania. Oh. Did you know that? Like, it's an actual, like, castle that they were filming in. It's really cool. Um, and then Gwendolyn Christie does a great job. She's, like, the principal. Mm. You know who she is? Uh, vaguely. She was in Game of Thrones. I don't know. I didn't watch that. But she's, like, six foot three, blonde lady. Very pretty. I don't know. But um, she's a great job. Nice. So that's my thoughts on that. <laughs> Um, <laughs> but yeah, so, so tie it back around. We're not talking about Santa in this one. No. But if you want to hear Santa's insane origin story, mm-hmm. there's a YouTube series called Puppet History. Okay. A couple years ago, they did one on Santa Claus. Mm-hmm. 
I highly recommend watching it. Okay. It's by the channel Watcher. Watcher. Okay. Santa's origin is insane. Yeah, I've only ever heard like bits and pieces, but never like the full. So it's unclear if he was an actual saint. Okay. If Saint Nicholas was an actually real dude. Mm -hmm. It's unclear. Oh. But his origin story is insane. Yeah, I got the Catholic version as a kid, so. Mm. I got a mixed bag. I got told the Yule Lads and then the weird Welsh skeleton horse that you had to rhyme against. And if you lost to him, it was essentially like rap battle against a skeletal horse. And if you lost, it got to come into your home and get its fill of drinking food. That is something. I can't pronounce its name because it's Welsh, uh-huh. but it's a thing. Wow. It's so weird how different things are. Like, I have a friend who is raised in a German household. She, like, fully believed Krampus was a thing that was going to happen until she was, like, 16. I was like, oh, my God. Just fear of getting beat with a birch. Yes. I was like, oh, my God. She told me about it. But Anyways. A lot of stories they tell you to make sure you don't misbehave. Yeah. I think kids misbehave anyway. Kids will be kids. That is the one thing that I can say that about. (laughs) Kids are always going to be little, you know. Demons. Yeah. (laughs) I don't know how to put that nicely. (laughs) But But after this episode, we're going on a hiatus. Yes. Uh, But we'll be back. We will. For the um, spring semester. So probably like the first week back, I'd say, or something. Yeah, first week. Yeah, we'll have to figure out what our schedules are and we'll yeah. get it figured out. But don't worry, we will return. Oh, yeah. Big time. Yes. We'll have to come back with a bang. Oh. We'll figure out something real good. We'll, 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 fi- we'll put something together. Yeah, yeah. We'll put something together. Well, I'm Alina. I'm Sam. And this has been The Cryptid Crunch. Ooh. And we'll see you in 2023. Enjoy your holidays. Bye. Bye.